radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the week two recap fantasy football scoop and. Hoop. I am Tony. I am here with the boys. We got we got Turtle on time as always. And uh, prime time is awake. So welcome, welcome, primetime. I wanted to make sure I was the first one in the chat. So yes, he was. He, he was on the call waiting for me when I signed on. So uh, props to you, sir. I don't know. I, I'm I'm usually early to things. I don't like to be late to things. What about you, Turtle? Are you are you like a punctual person, or do you get? Are you always late? Fuck no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always late. It's actually eight fifty nine right now. I'm I'm early. That's right true. Now. Um, yeah, so we, we say nine o'clock, like I'll probably be there as close to nine as possible. Primetime, are, are you usually late to things? Uh, it's, you seem like the kind of guy that would be late. No, I'm actually quite on time. And if I am late, I'm like hours late. There's no in between. <laughs> Got it. Well, yeah. I, who was it? Was it Tom Coughlin? If you were 10 minutes, if you weren't there at a meeting 10 minutes early, that means you were late. Now that's, yeah, and he like locked the door too. Yeah, he would he would not let you in the meeting room if you were if you got there like at eight fifty two for a nine o'clock meeting. That's that's some crazy crazy bullshit right there. He's the man. Well, he's got two Super Bowls, so I guess I guess we, who are we to complain? Hmm. So, uh, week two came and went. Uh, week week two was a little bit more. I wouldn't say normal, but uh, it, it's getting closer to normal for the football slate. Uh, a couple upsets here and there, but uh, nothing crazy like week one. And uh, let's get into the matchups, shall we? And it would help if I had the scoreboard up. Um, loading the spaceship with the rocket fuel, as one, one man used to say. <laughs> what good is it if you're early and you're not prepared? That's true. That is, that is also true. <laughs> Trying to uh, shame me for being late. <laughs> you were not late. I was just asking a question. 
It, all, right, all right, all right. It's just you I know you, the tag. You, you got kids. You like to you like to dabble in uh, earthly aromas, you know. So usually that those that combination doesn't mean a punctual person. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first matchup was uh, my occasional crotch chop uh, versus Kowalski's cracka ass crackas, and this is the start of intra divisional play. So these games are very important for the divisional races um, and actually for the wild card race because uh, divisional record is like uh, one of the first or second tiebreakers, I want to say. So uh, it always it always helps if you win your division, divisional games, and I was able to win this one. Uh, 108 to 80 for Kowalski, a good showing, um, but... He had a massive oversight on his bench. Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa with 42 points, Bishop. Uh, six touchdowns, almost uh, or 469 yards passing. Uh, did you see that performance? I, I A lot of it came in the second half, but still, uh, he was just lighting Baltimore up left and right. Yeah, that game came on a lot uh, on red zone, uh, especially yeah, like, like you said after the second half. Uh, six touchdowns is quite impressive. Uh, I'm more impressed with 50 passing attempts. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem like a Tua thing, you know. I think it, it would take the Bears quarterback six weeks to get to 50 attempts. Yeah, and, and like D- Baltimore is no slouch on defense, but it was a uh, a bold strategy uh, not covering Tyreek Hill. That was that was quite mm-hmm. a quite a strategy, and they did it twice where he was just wide open running down the field for long touchdowns. Um, he is hard to cover, yeah. He sure is, and he, he's hard to find on the football field because he's kind of small and you know like really quick and elusive. But uh, yeah, forty two points on Kowalski's bench. Uh, if he makes that move and plays him over Joe Burrow, who only got him 12, uh, he's got a victory this week. But uh, I digress. Talk about his squad for a little bit. He got a, a great performance from the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, 25 points with a pick six, I believe. Um, I guess the elephant in the room is the Colts. And Jonathan Taylor only getting 10 touches. And only four fantasy points total. Uh, we, 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 I was kind of remarking last week on if this guy starts catching the ball, look out. Like, uh, the sky's the limit. But uh, only one catch and only nine rushes. Um, they were getting housed by Jacksonville. But were you surprised that, like, they didn't give their best player the ball? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Plus, they had um, – who Pittman was out, too. Yeah, so they was. really were like down to fucking nobody's Ashton Doolin. I mean, it, it was really bad. So yeah, ten touches for Jonathan Taylor. Of course, you're going to look like uh, the scoreboard did. And Kowalski gets a late touchdown from Joe Burrow and T. Higgins, who returned to the lineup. Uh, but another week of disappointment from Kyle Pitts, and I just don't understand that one, guys. Like he was a. He's supposed to be a generational talent. They spent the fourth overall pick on this guy as a tight end, and you can't get him the ball more than twice a game. That just the 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 math in my head just doesn't add up there, Bishop. Yeah, uh, 
I don't think there's been a good track record with first round tight ends, if if I'm recalling correctly. Wasn't there just someone else? Oh yeah, David and Joku. Yeah, and he's this guy's like the next David and Joku, probably. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is a Florida Gator, so I have to be a fan now. Okay, well then you're in your and you're in. So yeah, uh, my squad 108 points. Uh, Josh Allen, just a typical Josh Allen game. Four touchdowns, 30 fantasy points. Uh, huge game from Jalen Waddle. We mentioned the huge uh, Tua game. So Jalen Waddle caught two of those touchdowns, uh, 29 points. Christian Kirks look, looks like a pretty good steal for me, or I got him in the draft. Two touchdowns, 21 points, and I take the victory. Let's go to the next matchup. And this one was a... Whew, this one came down to the second of the Monday night games, and it was between you two fools, uh, Turtles New Wave Hookers and uh, Primetime's Dead Air. I'm going to let you guys take this away. You you tell me how this matchup went, Bishop, and once you're done, Turtle, you, you give me some knowledge here. I'm just going to sit back, relax, and strap it down. Uh, I guess I, I would say I don't know how I was even close. Like, I'm looking at my team, and... Outside of Cooper Cup, everyone was atrocious, and the fact that this game was even close is uh, disheartening for at least Turtle, I would assume. Uh, what do you say, Turtle? I'll take the win. No, I'm not disheartened by a fucking win, yeah. ever. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. My team, like Amon Ra, went off, and then uh, it looked real good for me. Cooper Cup had like no touches uh, maybe the first half of that game, and then just kind of uh, went back to how it was. Um, James Conner got hurt. I kind of got nervous around there, but it all worked out. Kirk, uh, Kirk's my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, this boy. game came down to the second Monday night game. Uh, Primetime, you had Kirk Cousins in the lineup. And Turtle, you had the other two uh, giants of the, the Minnesota Vikings. You had Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. And uh, Primetime, were you awake? For the for the end of that game because you almost got a backdoor uh, garbage touchdown. Oh, I definitely was not. Uh, I uh, actually I barely watched it except when we were like texting. I was putting away my laundry and I happened to look at the TV and I saw Kirk Cousins throw like a would be touchdown to that uh, Irv Smith guy. Yep, he was wide open, nobody in front of him, and he just drops it. And I was like, I'm done. And I just turned off the TV from there. Yeah, that one was earlier was in the game. Touchdown. And, and there was a one to Adam Thielen in garbage time that you, he almost got, but uh, oh, really? could not haul it in. And uh, Turtle, I'm sure you were sweating it while you were watching that. Yeah, of course. My team is just getting fucking slapped, and uh, I, I got lucky. So I'm glad it worked out. Suck it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's go to the next matchup. We go to the Shula, and we have... Uh, Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way, and Pee Wee McLean goes to two and zero on the season, uh, ninety two to sixty six with the victory. Um, no, like only two touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes, but that was on a Thursday night, and it was a divisional game versus the Chargers. Uh, but it was enough to take down Giuseppe, who really, uh, who's really not loving the Derrick Henry experience, and. Uh, I, I I can't quite figure that one out either. He's he's like the most dominant running back in the league, and he's just not producing right now. Thirteen rushes, twenty five yards. Uh, that is 
Less than two yards of carry, if I, my math is correct. Yeah, Derrick Henry, if I recall, he seemed like a, like a slow starter. Didn't he have like a slow start last year too, and then he just like exploded? I feel like that's just something he's prone to doing. I thought he was like setting the league on fire, and then he got hurt like in week six or something stupid like that. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of two years ago. Yeah, it could have been something like that. Yep, but... two, two, two years ago. It was definitely two years ago. And then he blew up in week three and then didn't look back. <laughs> Yeah, Mike Evans didn't do much, and he got ejected for uh, it was kind of like a colcock of uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who was getting in Tom Brady's face a little bit. So uh, we'll talk more about that in the preview show. But uh, yeah, not much for Giuseppe. Uh, he got a zero out of his defense, um, which is crazy because all of, all of that, all of those throwing and no uh, no turnovers or anything like that, but. Or sacks, like yeah, no sacks either. They couldn't catch Lamar, I guess. Uh, that... <laughs> uh, Pee McLean got a zero from Gabe Davis. He was a late addition to the injury report, and I, I don't know if Pee McLean uh, just didn't see it or thought he would play, but uh, he got a zero and he still gets the victory. That's that's pretty pretty hard to do in this league, but uh, good performance from. Uh, Curtis Samuel, I think, who was a waiver wire ad this week, and that that was a hell of a play. Uh, 18 points with a touchdown. Uh, are you ready for the high-octane Washington Commanders passing attack, Turtle? Or are you buying any of this? I, I think it has high upside as well as, like, a low floor. So they're they're running really good. They play Detroit. Detroit is, like, like notoriously a shootout team. So, I, I mean... The guy's cool. I'd add him if I had him, but I'm not that excited, no. <laughs> All right, let's temper our expectations, and uh, let's go to the next matchup. We're going into the danger zone. We got Mike's Lucky Luciano's versus uh, Matt's uh, Debo zone, I believe it was called. Uh, we all went into the danger zone last week, and uh, Matt emerged victorious. Um, I guess Victorious is putting it lightly here. He squeaked, he squeaked one out. <laughs> yeah, squeaked one out here. Uh, Matt scores 146 points, uh, opposed to Mike's 42 points. Beats him by over an, 100 points. I don't know if that's ever happened in this league. Uh, I would have, I think that's a great, uh, homework project for Micah. I, I think, uh, that. Hanzo, get on that. Look through the archives. See if anybody's ever beat anybody by 100. I'm going to guess no, because... Please don't look that up. I feel like if anybody has been beaten by 100, it would be me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can really almost guarantee. I can almost guarantee you it has happened. I would put it probably as Santino taking that L. Like, 100's a big number. Like, a couple yeah, things got to have right. to happen. Your, your opponent's got to go off, and you have to really be bad. <laughs> and Mike... <laughs> Mike was really bad this week. Uh, he started Justin Fields. Uh, Debo really didn't do much. He had no players in double digits primetime. No, and he also has a uh, defense putting up zero and a negative five because they were uh, got blown out. I, yeah, defense lost minus five for the Colts. So a net negative five for the defense. That's... That's hard. Boy, uh, Mike Mike just couldn't get out of his own way. Uh, yeah, nothing much from uh, 
from Debo, like we said. Leonard Fournette didn't do anything because that was a rough game for all parties involved. Um, uh, let's talk about Matt a little bit since he went 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 crazy here. Uh, Lamar Jackson just uh, did you see that that rushing touchdown that he just ripped right through the middle of the defense turtle? Uh, he had a crazy crazy rushing day, nine rushes, 119 yards in that touchdown. Yeah, I saw it. The, the guy looks great out there. Um, Matt's team overall, just good Lord. Uh, if you can get rid of Terry McLaurin and get somebody better in there, I think it, it, it's a top team. So keep going. 38 points from Lamar. You got 25 points from Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones didn't do much in week one, and I think the coaches uh, uh, really noticed that, and they were like, hey, we're, we play the Bears. They can't stop anybody. Let's just feed Aaron Jones, and they sure did. Uh, 25 points, two touchdowns. Tyree Kill, we mentioned, just streaking down the field in that second half with two touchdowns, 33 points. That That's that's the, the real Tyree Kill right here. That's the stuff that we didn't know if we were going to see out of Miami. Uh, apparently Miami has the high octane offense. I never thought I would say that Bishop. <laughs> do you believe this, uh, fairy, fairy tale world we're living in? No, I do not. And I am one of those guys who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. Right. Uh, and so if Tyree Kill was putting, yeah, Tyree Kill was putting up numbers, you know, the comparable numbers with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. And now with, uh, Tua, can you imagine the numbers he would have put up with a competent quarterback? It would be like astronomical. Oh, you're Jared, very, you're anti Mahomes. This is this is interesting. I I can't say that I knew this about you before today. No, yeah, it, it's I I think I've always been this way. Like I I don't okay. He's not bad, but he's the worst throwing quarterback next to Latua, right? Like he just runs around and throws the ball and hopes it goes where they it's supposed to go. Do you like, mean like arm strength, arm talent? Is that what you're talking about? Well, like he's not like a precision pocket passer. Sure. You know? Yeah. He's a sc- scramble, 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 and then hope throw across your body across the field and yep. somebody else makes a play, you know? Uh, he's no Dan Marino is what I'm saying. And uh Tyreek Hill had a Dan Marino throw on the ball. He put up Jerry Rice type numbers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so would you say that, would you say if Patrick Mahomes is more Chad Pennington than Dan Marino, is that what you are saying? Yeah, of those two, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of those two, yes. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, I never thought I'd make that comparison, but here we are. We just did in week two. Week two of, uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's try and move on from that. Uh, let's go to the Dicka division. Uh, congrats, Matt. You had a hell of a week. Uh, let's go to the Dicka. We have Worms Team Taylor versus Serbia with uh, Hanzo. And uh, Serbia takes the victory, 101-57. to um, uh, First of many victories for Serbia, Bishop, would you say? Um, Many, sure, sure. We'll say that. Many as in, like... Five, six, yeah, that's many. Oh, I meant the country, not not the team. I, I was, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, we still have the World Cup coming up in a little bit, and we'll probably lose there too. So yeah, we'll take the wins when we can get them. Turtle, we're in we're in bad, rough shape here. Nick Chubb, twenty eight points, buddy. What are we gonna do here? 
three touchdowns. Did you see this? I saw it. It was on all day. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to – is he going to score three touchdowns every single week? If not, then I'm not that worried about it. It happened. Uh, Saquon had a good week one. Week two, he still had the touches. He just didn't get into the end zone. So it'll all even out. Yeah, uh, enjoy your day in the sun here, primetime. Nick Chubb, 28 points, three touchdowns. Uh, you, you got three catches. That's that's good for him. Um, so that's good. Uh, Micah also had a great game from uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, my one of my favorite sleepers this year. Um, two rushing touchdowns and one through the air. 26 points. Uh, he was on fire lighting up your... Uh, your Minnesota defense there, Turtle. Uh, are 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 they just bad, or is Jalen Hurts good? You tell me. I think Jalen Hurts is really good. Like I, I even said openly, like uh, my Pollard pick in like round whatever, I should have took Jalen Hurts, and I think my team would look way better than it does. So, I don't know, it's just a rough night. Kirk on Monday night, he never fucking wins. So. <laughs> I uh, I think we'll be talking about that when we get to the weekly awards. Um, uh, the Michael Thomas show gets another touchdown, uh, 14 points. So that's two pretty good weeks in a row for Michael Thomas. Uh, I still hate him, but but he's still working out. Worm, on the other hand, um, gets a, a fat zero from Kenyon Drake. Uh, we mentioned that that Baltimore-Miami game was high-octane. And when I think high octane, I do not think Kenyon Drake. Only six rushes for eight yards. No catches. So, uh, swing and a miss there. Saquon got the touches, like you said, just no touchdown. It uh, wasn't very efficient. Only 72 yards rushing. So, kind of a kind of a down week for Worm. Uh, not really much happening in the receiving part with Juju Smith-Schuster only getting three points. I, he looks way more like uh, the juju we've seen the past two years than the uh, juju we thought we were going to get with uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes' prime time. Yeah, I mean, juju would be great this year if he had a, a better quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ, he has a Super Bowl ring. Dan Marino doesn't have a fucking Super Bowl ring. Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl ring. That's He's also regarded as the worst quarterback to have one. I'm sure that's on paper somewhere. Don't quote me. Does Flacco have one? Yeah, I think Flacco has one too, right? He sure does. He got paid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He does. Nick Foles. Yeah. I'm just saying Juju with a better quarterback would be great. It would have been a great pick for Worm, but unfortunately it wasn't. I still have faith. Yeah, it's a new offense for him. I, I he's still kind of figuring it out, and I I think Patrick Mahomes a little better than what Bishop thinks. So, I th- I think that that that'll work out. It was it was an early, it was a a short rest week. It was a Thursday night and a divisional game. Those are always rough. So I'm not gonna judge him off of that one. Um, so Worm did leave uh, 19 points from Amari Cooper of all people, uh, getting nine catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. I, I haven't watched the Cleveland Browns all year, and I don't intend to, um, but I do think that they are the primetime Thursday night game this week, so I might have to. Uh, Worm takes the loss, and let's go to the next matchup. And we have 
BDI's D's Nuts, second coming versus Santino's Wolfpack. And uh, I think Santino was probably saying that a lot. Um, 104 to 50, BDI takes the victory. A rough, rough week for Santino. He did not get to double, double digits from his skill position. Uh, he only got double digits from his kicker and defense. Um, the Russell Wilson experience has not been a fun one for Santino. Uh, Bishop, do you, do you want to talk any shit about Russell Wilson? uh i think he's just done he's you know past his prime uh everyone thought that it was like the seattle offensive line that was the problem because he kept getting sacked uh turns out that wasn't it apparently and uh maybe he's not used to the the mile high air in denver i don't know could be uh yeah yeah he just looks like wasted (laughs) you know it's very he's toast And, uh, yeah, Santino's team will only go as far as Denver's. So that's letting you know foreshadowing for the rest of the season, it looks like. Yeah, only three points out of his running back position combined with Rex Burkhead and Rashad Penny. Uh, shit. Der- Jerry Judy got hurt. Uh, Jamar Chase did not do much because of Joe Burrow's struggles. And uh, BDI... How the turntables. Cordero Patterson. Two points, guys. We were, we were finally right, Turtle. We did it. <laughs> yeah, that Tyler Alligator guy got some run. This is what was going to happen. If he doesn't get the fucking full Debo roll, he's not going to score 97 points. He looks like this. Yeah. I'll take my victory lap while I can. Yeah, let's spike the football while we were right for one week, all right? Let's take yeah. the take Woo! the victory. Uh, if it's gonna make it, uh, if it's gonna make any difference, he still put up 104 points with Cordero only having two. <laughs> <laughs> and a big reason why is Stefan yeah. Diggs on Monday night. Holy shit! Twelve catches, 148 yards, and three count them three touchdowns. Uh, I've I've owned Stefan Diggs for the past two years, and I never saw the kind of touchdown production that he's getting this year. So um, I said it when I when he took when we talked about the draft recap, I, I thought the Stefan Diggs was an excellent pick. It was probably the safest one in the first round. And uh, he's getting rewarded with an insane day on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that, that was very uh, impressive for a guy who normally doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns, you know. Uh, yeah, three is ridiculous. I, I didn't watch a second of that game, but I just kept looking up and it said Buffalo touchdown Diggs, And I was like, wow, <laughs> I thought they had another guy named Diggs. <laughs> they got two Diggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, BDI goes to two and O you heard me right. Two and O BDI. So, uh, we got, we got, we got some work to do boys. All right. Let's talk about money. <laughs> And at quarterback, we have Matt with Lamar Jackson. Straight cash, homie. Running back, we have Micah with Nick Chubb. Straight cash, homie. And BDI at wide receiver with with Stephon Diggs with his big 37-point victory. Straight cash, homie. Start of the week. Well, uh, this was a tough 
call for uh, this week. There wasn't a lot of high octane performances out of like middle of the road players or or, or or long shot players. So I just decided to give it to Lamar Jackson just because of that magical uh, long touchdown run and uh, money player performance. So congrats Lamar and congrats Matt. And with how hard the start of the week was, this one was easy. This one was a, a layup. Uh, it's It's got to be Kirk Cousins in prime time. Prime time Kirky. I think he's he's like 2-12 and 12 or something on Monday Night Football. I, I think something along those lines. Uh, he had a he had a shot to uh, a couple shots actually to take the victory home from prime time, but uh, prime time Kirk strikes again. One lucky bitch. And the benefactor of the uh, Kirk Cousins shenanigans was a uh, turtle. So turtle is this is this bittersweet since your since your squad lost, but you got a victory. No, the the loss was so bad that it like it didn't hurt. Like it, we were just losing really bad from the get go. I got lucky and uh, Kirk turned it over a bunch. Thanks, bro. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. And this one's going out to Mike with Lucky Luciano's only forty two points. Oh boy, that is a rough go, and he ended up losing. Excuse me, losing by over a hundred. So, uh, Mike, you got to take that one on the chin, and uh, we'll see you next week. And that's gonna do it for the week two recap, fantasy football scoop, and poop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com <laughs>